Family Guy, Futurama, Bob's Burgers. We've got all your favorite adult animation here on Hulu. Whether you like aliens or robots or family comedies, we've got you covered. Can't decide between the two? We've even smushed them together. Like with the oddball alien family of Hulu original Solar Opposites. But maybe you want to keep things a little more earthbound. Well, bundle up for Alaskan boonies in the great north or celebrate lovable family members with American Dad. Actually, that show also has aliens in it. You said you like aliens, right? Whether it's a thousand years from now in Futurama, adventuring with a group of secret agents in FX's Archer, or where aliens tend or tend not to be, you can watch it all on Hulu. Hulu Animayhem, your animation destination. Hello, Fry Gaze. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And I want you to get slayed with Fry Gay the 13th Horror Podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Fry Gay the 13th Horror Podcast. I'm Maddie. And I'm Andrew. And we're here with you on the Friday the 13th. The only one of 2019. Woo! So I hope you're having a very scary day and stuff is happening that is weird and strange. You're watching getting... spooky movies. Yeah. And it's almost spooky time now, yes, by the way, yes. which is great. The weather is finally starting to change. We were just out at Horror Hound Weekend in Indianapolis, Indiana. And boy, is my liver tired. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, we really have just not learned as we've gotten older that we're not going to be young forever, <laughs> basically. So um, we'll get to that later. But we wanted to have a special edition today, not just to celebrate Friday the 13th. A little recap, but if you re- will. Oh, exactly. A recap of the weekend. We had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Met a ton of great people. It was wonderful. Yeah, all y'all Indianapolis people are very nice. Damn, seriously, for real. Mm-hmm. God. So where should we start? There's, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, so we were there um, Friday, Saturday, and then we we, we were there on Sunday, but we Sunday. didn't really go to the festival. We kind yeah. of just headed out on Sunday. But um, when we got there on Friday, I was really happy that we actually went on Friday because when we got there, it was, I don't want to say like dead, but like there was just not a lot of people. Totally. Because the Saturday is like the big day. But we got a chance to really meet a lot of celebrities a that night that them. I don't think that we would have been able to if we didn't come on Friday. Totally agree. Um, just going down the line here of some of the people that we literally shook hands with and talked with is, um, uh, you, do you remember our uh, Starry Eyes episode? We talked with Alex Esso, the star of that movie. Mm. She was so nice. She's such a lovely person. Like, like delightful in a way that you do not expect for somebody who's like meeting people all day long. You right. Know what I mean, like, yeah. She. We, we gave everyone a koozie and a, and a business card, and you know we talked to them as much as we could. She when she gave when she got the koozie and she heard that we talked about the movie and I talked about her. She asked to take a photo with us. Yeah, like seriously. it was kind of incredible. So we're really hoping that we'll have her on the show. And we're like, we were like, I don't think that's how that works. I think we're supposed to pay you for money but, for pictures. But okay, here you go. we'll take it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But she was really nice. Uh, we also got to meet the legendary Lynn Shay from the uh, from everything, but most recently the Insidious series. Yeah. So she was super nice. Um, gave her her email for her manager. So hopefully, maybe we'll get her on. That would be awesome. Uh, fingers crossed. Fingers. Um, we even met. I don't. I'm not really sure why she was there i guess showgirls is kind of a horror movie sure <laughs> um we met elizabeth berkeley which she was, was really nice which was also just like crazy to meet jesse spano yeah it was very strange it was a strange moment also 
totally lovely person. Yeah. Had a lot of fun with her. She wanted us to stop by later to do some jazz hands. Yes, yeah. totally. It was it was great. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we also met uh, Rachel True from The Craft. She was super nice. She let us know that she... Uh, we, we asked about having her on, and she said, oh, I'm actually um, wrapping up writing a book and doing a, a custom tarot card deck. So we're like, well, when that's done... Come on our show. Yeah, we and were like, it, so. please, we would absolutely love it. Yeah. Lovely person, beautiful, at strikingly beautiful yes. in person. She looks Ugh. like she hasn't aged. Really, oh my god. Um, and then those spells did some work. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, and then um, Maddie shook the hand of Henry Thomas, which he was super nervous about. I, and I'm still kind of nervous about it. I mean, E.T. is one of, it's, it's, this is not a unique thing. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Um, and it was just incredible to meet Elliot. Yeah. Um, and I, t- I talked to him a little bit about that and about his amazing screen test to play Elliot and just what an incredible guy he is. So it was really neat to meet him. Um, and then also from The Haunting of Hill House, uh, we met Kate Siegel. Mm-hmm. Um, she was super nice. I complimented her on her work on the podcast. Uh, calling darkness if you guys have not listened to that i highly encourage it she kind of plays the narrator in that mm-hmm. um and i believe she will be in the new season of the haunting of blythe manor yeah so um maddie had a special encounter with a, a family friend oh you yeah <laughs> sure so um some of you have heard me talk before about how um my cousin who frankly i'm also kind of estranged uh from as well um but my cousin used to be the personal assistant for christy swanson (laughs) really not too far after buffy came out i can't remember the exact years that she was because she was her assistant for years lots and lots of stories i have about our dear (laughs) miss swanson that i i will not break the confidence of but um i did go up to christy and some of you might also know that we had a twitter run-in with christy um, (laughs) not too long ago let's face it our politics do not match at all and she is dedicated to president trump and dedicated to fake news and she's dedicated to all the bullshit and we think that she's an idiot for doing that and um i think that uh she should think about her gay fans who love buffy and rethink her positions but beyond that I went up to her um, and I said, hey, Christy, you don't know me, but I'm Maddie Zeredich, or you probably don't remember me. Um, my cousin used to be your PA. And she was like, oh, my God. And, you know, we, I talked to her about you know who, who she was and everything. And um, I said, you know, the last time that I saw you, um, I think I was 10 years old and you were at my pig roast in Crown Point, <laughs> Indiana. And what she claimed to fame. Yeah, that she is. looked kind of stunned. And then I said, bye, Christy. Have a great weekend. Gave her a big hug. And that was the end of that. <laughs> It was, it was funny. Um, but some of the other celebrities that were there, that but you had to get in line. Like, I think Nev Campbell's line started the night before. I, it was insane. And, um, and she was also super late, I think because of like a, an airplane yeah, issue. Yeah, something. Um, but Matthew Lillard, we saw. Um, Elvira was there. Um, we saw... Patrick uh, Wilson. Uh, Patrick Wilson. Sean Patrick Flannery. A yeah. ton of people were there. Um, Robin Tunney. Yeah. It was a really cool experience. And in the thing about Horror Hound that I think is unique, um, at least from what what I've seen at other cons is that these celebrities are not like sitting behind like a protected wall or anything. No. Like, you you can literally just go up and like give them a you know give them a yeah. handshake and like talk to them for a second if you want. Like I think a lot of people come in with these preconceived notions that you have to come in with a ton of cash for like all these people. And yeah, if you want autographs and have them sure. to sign stuff and take pictures with you and everything, then yeah, you should come with that cash. But um, you can just like go up to these people at Horrorhound and just like give them a you know give them a hug or give them a handshake if they're germ phobic. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think it's you know like with us we had a particular 
way of doing it because we were giving them something. Yeah, so that, yeah. that was really mm-hmm. helpful. But what was refreshing about about this was, I mean, really, like I said before, these people talk to people all day long. Yeah, nobody and, was weird about it. And eventually, like, I don't care how nice you are. Like, even Mother Teresa got sick of talking to people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I, I'm sure that that happened for them. But they were really all very genuinely like, yeah, cool. Hey, nice to meet you. Like, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really neat. Um, and then um, the next day, we you know we kind of walked around and did our whole. We had our shirts on and our tote mm-hmm. bag and everything, and uh, handed out koozies to people that stopped us. And kind of walked around the, the the floor and checked out all the vendors and mm-hmm. everything. Um, met up with um, Night of the Living podcast. Yes, they were super awesome. nice. Um, and then we came across a, a a guy, and he was like he was standing in front of like this booth type looking thing, and it literally looked like just like. He built it in his garage and then threw like a plastic door oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and um, he was like, "Well, hey, podcasting people, come over here." And we're like, oh, "Okay." And I guess that they're doing an audio drama. What was the name of the? It's the Creature Zombie Network, and I believe they're they're from down south somewhere. Yeah. Um, but he was collecting um, real life. Uh, sound effects yeah. t- for an upcoming audio drama. So it was kind of interesting. Maddie got in the booth and like, it was soundproof. So yeah, couldn't really hear anything, but he screamed his head off and then Michael went in there and he did like an evil laugh. Yeah. So it was kind of a unique way to source some, you know, it was cool material that you don't have that you necessarily usually have to pay for. So it, I thought it, it was a good idea. It looked great and it was it was fun to do as a participant. Yeah. And like I told Andrew, also his setup was very good. He had a very nice microphone, which we're always really interested to see how yeah, those right. things work. <laughs> um it was cool. It was it was really neat. It, and it felt great to scream. <laughs> to really just get it out go there for it and scream yeah. um the festival itself was pretty cool it was yeah. at the indianapolis um convention center yes. am i saying that right yeah. yeah um it was i would say it took up about a quarter of the actual event space yes. because they had like the big room with the vendors they had mask fest which was like a whole bunch of um creature effect people and, and they had, very cool yeah it was really cool wow. um and then they had a couple of other rooms of course they had some screening rooms where they were showing shorts and films unfortunately when you when, when we go to these things, it's really hard to fit those in. Yeah, because it's we have so many other things that we feel like we need to do. Yeah, um, because we really want our our primary purpose in going to these things, besides is for our own entertainment, is to meet people and talk about the show, of course, and meet people that know about the show. Yeah, yeah, and, and make those connections. So the movies part is it's hard to get it in. Yeah, and I think if you're going to go to these things, you kind of have to set your um, priorities. I agree. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if if you're going for the movies, then go for the movies, right, but because right. they show them all literally all day long and, and the other thing too is you have to sort of like you have to like know when to fold them right because yeah, like exactly. you know like we, we got in line to go to the scream panel for example they had they had panels of different films hocus pocus was one of them scream was one of them the panel lines to get in the room were so long and we were like you know what this isn't worth the time like, yeah so let's, let's just go meet meet more people have yep. more fun do that kind of thing yep um and then we did go to one panel it was the uh what was it the, uh, the indie filmmakers yeah the, but not not indianapolis not indie. but indie is an independent um and it was it was an okay panel um it was like uh what like eight people i'd say on the panel about yeah. that but um, it, it, it was soon to realize that they were all straight, or not, I mean, not straight, um, all yeah. all white men. And that was pointed out very early on. And everyone yeah. gave a, a quick chuckle, but it was kind of still a little bit like... Um, I mean, it was it was fine. 
it was uh, the, the the content of what they said was fine. Yeah, right. They talked about like um, raising money for indie podcasts and like how they're getting cool. their unique uh, features out there and like all the whole process of social media and yeah. how important that is. It was it was an interesting topic, but the 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 issue that I had with it, and, and we've already discussed this ad nauseum in the car um, on the way home, but um, the the woman who was leading or moderating the group, I should say. Um, great, great woman. I mean, fan, fantastic speaker. Um, and she's, they called her doctor. So I, I think she has a doctorate in, in film studies probably. Um, but she said this really weird thing at the start of the panel. And she was like, um, I just want to, you know, thank you. And th- remember talking to a bunch of hetero cis white men. I just want to thank you for, you know, like really like, like having people of color in your films and doing this and doing that. And we were kind of like, um, that's just like what you should do as a good person. Yeah. <laughs> So like it, it definitely had a, had a strange taste. Um, well, I think as a way it was framed because it was framed as um, thank you for putting these people in your movies because we know that you know people that we can't change their minds right yeah. now that because they're straight white people they they want content from straight white people and but you're giving them it it was very strange it was it was just it was weird i, I just think that was really strange I, I wish she hadn't said that because the rest of the panel would have felt better to us i think yeah but in general there were some good insights there was a, a particular um director from england named Stuart fryer um, his film was called Bad Dreams. God, my memory is good right now, considering all the things <laughs> I, I drank this weekend. Um, and we had we had a chance to chat with him. He was wonderful. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing his film and connecting with him further. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then after that, uh, we did a little bit more walking around. And then we went to, it was called the Fact or Fiction Room. What? room and this this room was unique because it was it was more like paranormal um cryptids like aliens that kind of stuff and there was a whole room dedicated to it there was definitely a uh a heavy concentration of squatchers out there. Actually, can we talk about heavy here? Because, yeah. girl, it was like, let's say that there were 30 tables in that room. 28 of them were <laughs> Bigfoot and Sasquatch. Yes. It was, I, don't, I don't know why um, it was so dedicated to that. But Girl, it's the year of Sasquatch, I guess. I, I guess. Um, one unique group that we um, got to talk with a little bit was the, uh, Love um. the She-Squatchers. Now, can you say that one more time for our she, audience? She-Squatchers. The fucking She-Squatchers, dudes. It was these it was people... A are incredible the theory behind this is that so they have not found bigfoot because typically um this is this is from them bigfoot searchers or explorers or whatever are men and they have guns and they they're angry so uh because of the pheromones that they give off uh they think that a woman is going to discover bigfoot instead actually and yeah. you know what we're hey, with you on it's this a, it's a theory we're with you on this yeah. she squatcher we are now ourselves she squatchers so <laughs> i got my bracelet on yeah, we're in the movement <laughs> we're in the movement so we're with you on this so we're hoping that in the future we can get them on to talk a little I bit would... more about that because it's it, it's just so so wacky that it's got to be yeah, there's got to be something behind it y'all are gonna fucking love the she squatchers <laughs> um and then we also met um the guy from fire in the sky i don't know if you if you've seen that movie or read that book it's a it's a very famous story about a man who was abducted in the 70s um and the, the guy was actually there yeah. i still alive still going um and he, still, still maintaining there. that he was abducted by aliens so it's interesting um kind of a quieter guy so we didn't really get to talk to him that much but he seemed very nice yeah very very quiet yeah um we talked to uh bob gimlin who i guess this was like his last media tour that he was going to be doing and, and he's his like, wife and yeah. his wife and he's a very famous um squatcher is that I is guess? that the term I, we're, we're gonna use that yeah okay um his, wife, his wife was very lovely too um 
it's like she talked our ears off yeah. for a while. Yeah, and, it was nice. um, and it was it was cool. Yeah. Need to meet them. Yeah, she was very good at like going out and like grabbing people and being like, "Come over here and talk to me." Yeah, <laughs> so, big time. <laughs> um, and then finally, um, one of the biggest things that happened is that we uh, the, one of the first booths that we walked up to was a, a medium, and she uh, is like, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily a faith based medium, but she has she has a belief in a higher power, whether that's God or whatever you want to put behind it. She she just feels like there's another power yeah. out there and we were talking to her just kind of like normal stuff just like going over what she does and like how she comes in and then she kind of she kind of honed in on maddie and i'll let you kind of explain i don't want you to go into too much detail because yeah, i think yeah. we're gonna have her on um i i think yeah I, I we should definitely wait to give out the full story but um i mean without saying too much she basically gave me an impromptu medium reading yeah um and i gotta tell you like and this is really no joking aside here um i, I it was incredible it was incredible. It was. It was. I mean, just me and Michael just standing next to you, you could tell that there was, there was like an energy, a that, deep connection. Yeah, like there. It was like she had known him for yeah. a long time, and, and even known us for a long time. And it, it felt that way, mm-hmm. and I'm getting chills now talking about it. And there were there were a couple of particular details that she uh, gave within that reading that just were incredibly moving mm-hmm. and incredibly real and powerful. And, you know, once again, not to give too much away, but, and this was not going to surprise any of you, but I like started bawling. <laughs> so it was a lot. We're going to talk more about it because we're definitely going to have her on the show. Yeah. Cause I want to know more about her process. And, 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 and honestly, like Google her, Rebecca Foster, you know, medium, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's just fine. She's on YouTube too. Really, really cool. So yeah, that was kind of our experience at um, Horror Hound. Did you have any other highlights that you really um, from the actual festival yeah, itself? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit more about the, what happened over the weekend. But. Um, the 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 best thing for me at the festival by far um, was meeting people. Yeah, for sure. And it was it was it, when we experienced this before with Days of the Dead when we were much newer. Then mm-hmm. you know now at this one we had people who um, who knew the show. So there's number one. Yeah, and they they sought us out, which was cool. Um, and, it, and what I mean by that, it's not like, oh, cool, we're popular. I mean, it's cool because all of you know how, uh, how much importance we place on conversations and, and being in community with you. Yeah. And so like, it was just great to have that affirmation. Two, it was a lot of fun for people that don't know the show to look at our name and look at our logo and go, that's huh, really what's that? cool. Yeah. yeah. And people wanted, people wanted to buy the shirts off our back. People wanted to buy koozies. Yeah. They kept asking where we got the shirts and we're like, well, yep. um, we, we, we made them. And so. don't, don't worry people about koozies because they are very popular and we're going to sell them. Yeah. For sure, so we'll you do can buy those soon. We'll do another order soon. They were really popular and everyone seemed to really like them. And and it it kind of started to spread a little bit. Like yeah. we had people kind of seeking it out. Yeah. So, so, so that was definitely my favorite part. Um, that was my favorite part. How about you? Yeah, no, I think mine's right around in the same area. It's just like talking to people. Yeah. I, I think like when getting set aside from people being pulled, you know, yeah. and being like, hey, we we know the show. Like, and I'm like, well, that's cool. But like, who are you? Like, yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. I want to know who you are and how you get how you learned about yeah. us and anything that you can that you can say to us to like get us a little bit more of a takeaway agreed oh uh, we met one really special fan um his show was called um, uh, on, on the air with doug right oh, wait, with douglas on the air with douglas, douglas yeah. um he was very 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 nice he was there with his boyfriend did not get his boyfriend's or i uh, forgot it at least and but. He, they stopped and talked to us for a little bit and they were super nice but. and and they had been listening to the show for like this whole the whole time yeah um and it's you know it's a reminder you know like we are fully aware of like the um I don't know the privilege we have of like living in a giant city like right. Chicago where there are gay people 
all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're always really cognizant of a lot of our fans who live out, you know, in rural areas or in places like Indiana, where sometimes it's not always very cool to be LGBT. Um, and so we, we love meeting you in person and hearing your stories and being with you. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and then, so to kind of like round out the day, we were, we were kind of, um, not, not sick of the festival, but just like a little like exhausted. And we were like, you know, we kind of just want to go be gay somewhere and like not have to talk about the show. We just want to be gay. Okay. Um, and so we got our, our new shirts from, um, Atomic Threads. Is that right? Um, Something like that. Something like that. They're really cool. They're like, the style is like neon vintage. Yeah. Like nineties. I'm I'm still wearing my shirt right now because I'm a disgusting human being. (laughs) But like the one that I got is like Jason's mask. And it's got like neon behind it, and it says TGIF, which is pretty fucking yeah. funny. And I got I got the craft one that says <laughs> Blessed Be on it. I'm just, I'm wearing this to work on Friday for cool. Friday the 15th. Yeah. Um, and then so we were we all got our shirts on, and we're like we were gonna go to the um uh what was it the 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 party at the end of the thing. Yeah. So should should we talk about this part of the festival, like how it's not all that. Yeah, I think the only criticism that we really had of um, the actual uh, weekend is that, that there's just a little bit of a lack of communication with signage and yeah. like where you're supposed to go. Because if you think about it, this whole thing is spread across like two hotels and a convention center. And it's, it's big. And I just didn't know where to go half the time. Yeah. <laughs> but it, once we found our way, it was fine. But it was just there was no um, structure around like, hey, where are yeah. you supposed to line up? Like, hey, is there is there a max amount of people that can get right, into this right, thing like right. if i stand in line am i going to be able to get in and then the other part for us too was just like you know like we days of the dead for example and at the one we went to in schaumburg it was in a smaller hotel yeah and, so and it like, also wasn't in so this was in like downtown indianapolis yeah. so like when we were in schaumburg for days of the dead we were kind of concentrated just to our hotel yeah whereas this people could literally go anywhere in yeah Indi- they I could mean, walk to anywhere uh, in indianapolis it, it got some news no offense people live in schaumburg but it's just it's a strip malls you know what i mean yeah so like who cares um, well, especially where that hotel is. Too. Yeah, but what, one of the benefits of Days of the Dead that we really liked about it was that we got to like hang out in the hotel lobby with like all the everybody. Yeah. And we were thinking that that was probably going to happen at Horror Hound, and it really didn't. Yeah, so. there wasn't a lot of like meetups. Yeah, which is nobody's so. fault. It's just I kind of wish if when we go back again, um, we're going to have a queer meetup for fucking sure yeah. where we get people together and like do our own thing and like be together mm-hmm. um because we need to do that yeah but so right before we were getting ready to go out we are kind of all just sitting um God, yeah, we were just yeah. sitting on this random couch on this in the stairwell in the staircase yeah. we like went up one floor and then there was a little uh, platform yeah, and there was yeah. a couch there and we just were sitting there we're like okay what do we want to do do we want to go out do we want to go to the party like what do, what do we want to do and all of a sudden we were just sitting there and all of a sudden david arquette comes walking up the stairs and we're like we've been and waiting go, we've been waiting for you david. we've been waiting for you david and, <laughs> and then we and then we fired him yeah and he he played it off like really jokey it was really so he was like i've gathered you all here for this it was it was it was really cute and he's like as you might expect with david arquette he was a great sport he was and super just, like nice. and like had fun and then we were like bye david like shook our hands yeah. shook our hands and then moved on but totally it was just totally fucking cool. it was a really random kind of cool thing it was that neat. happened was really and he looks really good like yeah, he's he great he's looking really good these days and it was his birthday yesterday too mm-hmm. yeah. happy birthday yeah, happy birthday david arquette <laughs> Um, so we went out in Indianapolis. Oh, we went to the Chatterbox where we met um, some people from Seattle and, and, Bowling, Oha- Bowling and Ohio. Green, Ohio. And Green. they were, um, it was two couples that were there to go to a NASCAR race. The Brickyard 400. And, um, it, and it wasn't like they were NASCAR people. They were just like, well, we've never done it before. Yeah. So like, this is our yearly meetup with our friends. So let's just go to a NASCAR. <laughs> and, and I'm girl, like, okay. Let me tell you what. These people were a fucking 
hoot. They were we so loved fun. all of them. I, I've forgotten their names right now because I, I killed every brain cell that yes. I had. But so much fun. We chatted with them for a good hour, hour and a half. And, and like we, we were going to Chatterbox for one drink. Four later, see ya, see ya, bye, nice to meet you. That was really cool. What was the one story? Oh, uh, my God. So, Sasquatch. Yeah, so we, yeah, we were talking about Sasquatch, right, with these with these folks. Um, and, and two things, two things. So first off the one guy, Oh, his name was Matt. His name was Matt from Seattle. I remember it now. Matt was like, there's no Sasquatch in Indiana. Don't, don't listen to those Sasquatch motherfuckers. <laughs> it was so funny. And then, um, the wife of the other guy, um, was talking about a canoe trip that she went on with like her like work pals. Sure. And she said that she got out to go pee and like they saw her bush and so they call her Sasquatch. And so we were <laughs> laughing our asses off. It was hilarious. Yeah, they were a hoot. Um, they were super nice to us, and we all just got to chat. Yeah, and, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to the Metro, which is a, a multi-level gay bar. In It's kind of like one of those places that kind of feels like it's built into an old house or something. Big time. Um, but that was fun. Um, up until a point, we, we, we chatted with some people. It was We were totally having fun. And then the dance floor kind of opened up. And... Very quickly, we we learned that this is this is a place that's overrun with um, bachelorette parties on Saturday nights. Coming coming to look at the zoo, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, and listen, I get it. Like there, it, but it's not our fault that your bars haven't evolved onto like having I dance floors. Completely so. agree with you. Like, and and there were a couple people that were a little rude to us. Nothing crazy, but it was it, we it, it happened, and we were like, you know what? Let's just get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. So, so we bye-bye. went we went some other places. We went to um, English Ivy, which is kind of like a restaurant bar type yeah. place uh, and then ended our night at um, Greg's which is a pretty fun experience Greg's was fun um, Greg's is cash only which is stupid so if you're working at Greg's or you're the owner of Greg's listening to this can you please evolve and get a fucking square reader yeah. but beyond that our bartender was very nice um, he was a puppy um, and yeah, so, explain that to me. Yeah, I'm not so really that familiar with this. It's, it's part of the leather community, right? Some people do like uh, they're like dogs or they're puppies. I don't know the terms exactly, but like some people are they they like they play act uh, role play like they're dogs. So like leashes and tails yes. and, and stuff so like that. He's like I think that he's like owned by like a you know a, a dog owner. Whatever okay. they call them, a master perhaps. Um, you know whatever Sonoma calls you, right? <laughs> um, and so he told us about his costume that he has. He wears a tail, which I presume is a butt plug um god i haven't said butt plug all week long until now <laughs> anyways um he was very nice we had a good chat um we, we there were some cute people in the bar that was fun we did a little dancing we had a couple shots yeah it was fun it was a good um time. It, was, it was all these bars in indianapolis are so they're they feel just like all they're all mazes like they yeah. just go everywhere and i'm and just like this one had really greg's has really strange like levels to it yeah like there's one level it's almost like a tree house yeah like, like, it's like a and it, it's like a, it's a spiral staircase you go up and it's just this little tiny platform with like three tables and it's it's the it's fun but it's also like the strangest thing you've ever seen so. yeah and sure. also greg's is sort of like the gay bar like it's almost like a gay bar that you would find in like queer as folk yeah you know i mean totally. it kind of feels like that era uh-huh. it hasn't like gone on but i really liked that about it I just, yeah I it, was it, cool. it felt like um the gay bars that i went to when i was in my 20s same so, yeah. which which warmed my heart yeah and then um a couple things that we bought um yeah. we bought some candles maddie got a black flame candle they're really cute we'll and i got a craft of it. yeah let's we'll put pictures yeah. up i got a craft um candle um we bought enamel pins that say queer well it's the pride flag and it says horror on it so yeah it was cool to see that representation in. there that yeah. they were uh having those and then um i michael bought a record of Walt Disney's <laughs> yeah. what is it called? Spooky Walt Disney's sounds. Chilling and Thrilling Sounds of a Haunted House. Yeah. And it's like 
it's it's uh, it was awesome it's definitely from like probably like the 60s or the 50s and it's it's pretty cool um we got these shirts of course yeah Mm -hmm. michael got a michael got a welcome to to camp crystal lake um, tote bag bag, bag, which is which is really cute um we bought we bought koozies i'm joking we didn't buy no we we have enough koozies we have a thousand koozies oh and you guys also got those um the san the sanderson sisters magnets they're so cute oh yeah yeah yeah. i forgot Mm -hmm. what company that is but well we uh met them they were out of new york city Uh, and they were there and they were super nice to us and they kind of stopped us because we were wearing our shirts and then we got to talking gave them a koozie of course but uh, overall it was just like a really awesome weekend it was Um, beautiful yeah it was really nice the weather was super nice indianapolis is a very like clean city oh and let like, me tell you what else Indianapolis got. Girl, they got those scooters there now, the oh lime God. scooters. I want to tell you what. People have actually forgotten how to walk in Indianapolis. Yes, I now, agree. Everyone, all that they do is ride scooters. So Michael and I tried the scooters out, and it was the first time that we'd done this. And they're, like, motorized. Like, yeah. They, like, they you go don't pretty just, quick. Like, they go 12 miles an hour. And we had never done this before. I got on mine, and I was like, wow! It was a little scary, and then it turned into a lot of fun. But also, it's a lot of expensive. Yeah, it was really expensive. I think Ma- I think Michael literally went around the block, it was like and it was bucks. like yeah, it was like four dollars and something like, cents. And I was like, just get on the bus then. I mean, but, I, I get it, but like that's a lot of money. Yeah, and my only thing with like these scooters. So if your if your city has not been invaded by these scooters yet, um, watch out. Good luck. Um, it's not only that they're not regulated by like any sort of law. So like people. Some of them ride it in the street. Some of them ride it on the sidewalk. But there's no docking station for these things. Yeah. So people just leave them anywhere. We saw them in people's yards. We saw them in people's garages. Sidewalks. We saw them everywhere. And nobody regulates it. Yeah. So it's it's a little annoying at times. I could see how it could work if they like refined it a little and, bit. And but. dangerous. Like I mean, we saw a kid almost wipe out in a busy street. And yeah. Then he he you know corrected himself and he was fine. But like that could have been really bad yeah um it's a it's a crazy little thing called love in a <laughs> so, scooter um anything else that you wanted to talk about well, a hand? I, th- I think we pretty much covered it you know like you said we had a great weekend yeah it was really fun um, it's always fun to have like really intense bonding time around this stuff because it's just fucking fun yeah um and uh meeting everybody was so cool like Andrew said, you could probably hear how tired we are in our yeah. voices, quite frankly. Like, we really we really went to town on this we one. We went for it. Um, and we, we, we had another night in another town but where IU is, and that was a lot of fun, too. And I'm feeling that today. Um, but beyond that, no, it was wonderful. And um, it's, it's also fun to be talking about something on Friday the 13th right now. It's mm-hmm. really cool. We haven't had a chance to do that before, really. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, it's like our little namesake, too. So I hope you guys are having a really wonderful Friday the 13th. It's a holiday for us. Yeah, for sure. Not not off work though. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it Oops. should be celebrated, Oops. but whatever. Sorry, everybody. Um, okay. Well, I guess that will do it for Horror Hound Weekend. We hope you've enjoyed this little recap yes. session. And if you ever get a chance to go to any of these horror cons, I definitely encourage it. They're a lot of fun. Um, get to meet a lot of really cool people. Um, and just like Andrew said before, you know, just if you want to meet somebody and you don't have money, girl, it's okay. Just go be confident. And yeah. Just, and just say hi. They'll yep. love it. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that does it. Um, as all. Always, we invite you to get slayed. slayed.